Hello and welcome to the Attribution Marketing Podcast, where we help businesses, entrepreneurs, and advertisers get more out of their advertising spend. On today's episode, we have Jeff Pollock and Anne Marie from Radioactive Media, a leader in radio advertising. These guys have been working with LeadsRx and Attribution for some time now and are really on the cutting edge of helping people get more out of their radio advertising. So Jeff and Anne-Marie, thanks for joining us. How are you? Great. Thank you for Great. having us. I know you guys have, have both sort of different backgrounds, but what's the, what's the career arc? Just walk us through how you got here. Well, it all started when I was in high school. I used to listen to Dr. Demento at night here on KMET Radio in Los Angeles. And my brother, who was uh, working in, he got a job working for KBC Radio a few years back, and he started his own agency and said, would you like to come work with me and want to reinvent uh, what we're doing? The first client that we actually worked with was Solar City. When was that? That was in uh, 2008. And the funniest thing is that the reason why we started to work with Solar City is they were they had an independent media buyer who was working with them, but they had no attribution. They would put things on the radio and they had no way to tell which uh, spots were running best and which stations were performing best. We we said, we're going to make it so you can show you verifiable results on a, a, a station-by-station basis of which ads are performing best, and we're going to constantly move it around and optimize. And so, Anne-Marie, well, what about you? My background is a mix of sales and marketing and operation teams management in a variety of industries. But when Jeff and I worked together a long time ago, and so I knew Jeff and Steve when Steve was working for the radio station. And, and so the guys thought of me when they were looking for someone to help out because I had sales and marketing background and had worked with analytics in my other jobs. When I came in, the guys were still ahead of the curve because they were using, there was still some phone number usage, but not much, but they were using text messaging because that's what everyone was doing five years ago. They were still relying on text messaging. So I came in at the at the beginning of the move into the digital space. Um, Actually, when we, when we started out with the text messaging, no one else was doing it. We thought no one wanted, what, what happened is the ex- expansion of so many different uh, vanity telephone numbers and with the f- advent of the internet and buying long distance calls being you know, cheap and not having to pay for them anymore, there were so many different prefixes. And we said, with all this 833-888-877-866, it's hard to remember a number. Someone might think that the number was 800 solar, but it was actually 888 solar. And you might dial the competitor instead of breaching the, the, the advertiser. What's the cutting edge now that you guys are delivering for your clients? We have a wider range now of ways to interact with and reach customers as well as track. So we still use text messaging because it is, as Jeff said, it's it's very easy to remember. It gives them a word. It sticks in their head. It helps us build a brand and a connection with the with the with the customer and, and our ability using leads and the pixels to to track people who come in during our our ads and start reaching and communicating and hitting people with the message and and making the connection so that we can continue to help them understand the product and move them through a conversion process to try and get them to research and you know hopefully ultimately to buy or participate so that i think is the interesting part with adding especially what leads is offering us we've worked with a couple different systems in the past which is great because that was it was all developing so systems that were looking at just web activity sort of mirroring what Google Analytics does and allowing us to sort of 
overlay our campaigns and see what's going on in sort of the general relationship sense. Now with pixels, we're able to get more information. So that's sort of the full spectrum now. We can look at what we're doing with communicating on an ad and using text messaging as a selling point. Some people actually will text, other people won't, but it's okay because they're getting the message of the personality or the product and a keyword that sort of sticks in their head. Then hoping that if they get hit again and they come to the web and they, they search or they come directly because they remember the name or the URL, we'll get another point to communicate with them. It's advertising, you're, you're building a relationship, you're helping people develop an understanding and an awareness. So there's a, there's a non-specific element of communicating and tracking, but with the products that allow us to track by pixel, we're getting a, a much better view of the customer experience in terms of introduction to brands, introductions to our clients and how they're coming to us and then how they're converting. And now we're marrying that up with the very granular, granular data that's available from digital. So I think that's the cutting edge is, is bringing some of the more precise tracking to what is a relationship building environment. In the, in the past, we would always try and reach out to prospects, cold cross texts, and they'd, they'd, they'd say, well, I'm not interested in radio or because I want to have a, a straight line drawn for attribution. And Google has been the standard. Everyone takes everything that Google has as, as gospel. Yet once LeadsRx and other products have come out, people are, they see that there is some way to, to justify your, your marketing budget on, on an audio product, because it does show the volume of people, because not everyone's gonna use a promo code. In fact, we were really, we used to use promo codes quite often. Last three years, I'd say it's changed dramatically with the Retail Me Not and Coupon Cabin and the Honey app. People are pretty smart. They're very sophisticated shoppers these days, and they're going to go scour the web. They're going to look for a promo code, and they're not necessarily going to use a promo code that's on the show that they heard. They find something that's a better deal, and they, whether it's an email campaign or they find it when they go to the website, they're, they're going to use the best promo code out there. So I really believe that um, having these types of tools has, has given us a, a, a much higher way to look at the, the campaigns. One of the points that I wanted to pick up on was when Anne Marie said full spectrum, there's being omni-channel or cross-channel, and that means you're picking up a variety of marketing uh, campaigns, whether it be Google, Facebook, radio, a bus bench, a television campaign, a podcast ad. That's omni-channel. And then there's the the depth of the funnel and how deep you can measure in that funnel, and that's what we call full funnel. So when you have the pixel, what you're able to do is listen not only to radio but listen to the visits from facebook visits from google visits from all the other channels in conjunction with your radio advertisements and that gives you this omni-channel cross-channel look at how everything is performing together and i think you guys would uh, definitely agree that oftentimes radio doesn't get the credit it deserves because somebody on google analytics just sees a spike in direct traffic or if they're running a paid search campaign around their brand name, and then somebody hears a radio ad and then Googles it and then clicks on the paid ad, well, Google is definitely going to take credit for that if there's a conversion down the line. So it leads RX and an independent sort of tracking mechanism and a, a pixel. You're able to listen to everything, not just radio, and you're able to listen to the full funnel all the way down to that bottom conversion that everybody's interested in. We really wanted to highlight how radioactive media 
has been on the forefront of that and really worked with LeadsRx and your clients to sort of bring them forward and bring them uh, to the current best practices in marketing. Has that helped you sort of win more clients? Definitely, definitely. It's funny, about five years ago, we had lunch with a an executive at a big radio network, and she was telling us how they were going to, they were looking to only court blue chip brands. They didn't want to court direct response advertisers any longer. She wanted the Macy's and the IBMs. And I said, well, I don't care if you're going to court the big advertiser, the blue chips clients or not. Everyone wants to see they can verify what and justify their ad spend, not just going to do branding. They care about the bottom line, justifying the amount of business that was actually that came in from the, from the radio spend. So I, I definitely believe that everyone wants to empirical results. I don't care if you say you're branding or not. Those branders still want to see how they could justify the expense. We run the gamut in terms of the quick sale versus the long sell and people who are looking to sell a service or a long-term relationship product. And so they're all very different in terms of how they look at the effectiveness of a campaign. And the ideas, and again, I, I value this, that we've been able to achieve with you guys at Leeds, the, the view to the whole funnel. And that helps the customer understand their funnel even better because there is that ambiguity up front which is how are you getting people to the funnel to begin with? It helps them understand the, the different messaging, the approach, and how it helps move people to the funnel and then through the funnel. And I think it's also reassuring is that we talked about multi-touch attribution. We're not trying to claim credit for every sale holistically because we know we're part of a sales process that has many different touch points. And so I think that also helps a client get an idea about how radio fits in. Radio is not one size fits all and solves all problems, but it is a very effective solution or a, a part of a, a sales and marketing campaign when it's used in the right way. And that's what we try and do. So it's nice when we can look at our track to data and say, we know that these programs or these personalities are doing X, Y, and Z in terms of responsiveness. The fact that we are also incorporating these other touch points they have. We know that people come to them directly. We know people come through Google search. And the fact that we can see that, it's always a point counterpoint or triangulating around a result. And I think that gives the client a little more assurance that we're just not trying to just claim credit for everything but that we are trying to work with them and with their full sales and marketing campaign as, a, as an integral part of it. And that the, the data helps us explain to them the effect on the, full, on the full journey of their clients. Too often and still in the industry, a lot of people selling advertising or selling marketing or just involved in this space take too much credit deliberately because it helps justify the spend that's going on their channel. And what you've highlighted is what's a more transparent and uh, valuable relationship, which is coming at it from an impartial standpoint. We are, we are validating this data using an mm -hmm. attribution tool amongst all the other uh, marketing channels that are going on. And you have access to it, we have access to it, and we can all agree that this is sort of the impartial judge of how these ads are performing. And that's really what people are trying to solve, which is how do we get more of what we want? And that's, it's not 
visits, it's not eyeballs, it's not impressions, it's actually conversions down at the bottom. And so you guys are, are really doing a great job of highlighting the impartial nature of what you are delivering and how using that impartiality is what leads to those insights. Look, one thing at Rabel, we've heard from a lot of our clients over the years is that radio really, the effect of radio does much more than just the tangible effect of attribution with a coupon code or anything like that. They appear to be such a, a big company when they're on radio or podcast because it makes you really stand out. I like to say that radio is very intimate compared to looking at digital campaign where you're doing banner ads or something like that, that having a, a person on, a, on the radio, an influencer on the radio talk about you is sort of like the difference between being in a symposium with about 3,000 people and actually being at a lunch with 10 people at a table. The, the, the value of radio and podcast is really much more intimate. It's a one-on-one -on -one approach. And I will say, Lucas, you were saying, how is that helping us get clients or grow our business with clients? In terms of getting clients, we even have a client we just have been working with recently who specifically said because of the transparency that the data gives and that we're very open to considering the effect of all the touch points and all of their um, marketing activities, that was a big selling point. Right. Prior, you'd say, well, I'm just going to sink X amount of dollars into a radio campaign and I'm just going to have to hope that my sales go up or hope that my, my, you know, interaction numbers, like the calls or my, my web visits go up, but you'd never really know if it was your radio campaign, how much influence put that into the context in the same format of leads and the data we have of what your digital activity is, is. like where, what are people doing from Facebook? So it, it gives context, it gives comparison, it gives scale and as part of the full scope. So that, that has helped us get some clients. I think people are coming back to it going, okay, I, I can see how it's not going to be as precise as digital, but there's an element of tracking that I feel comfortable with so I can work with that. Radio has come back to join the party that maybe digital started, but it, it's now on a, a level playing field. All the major broadcasters have basically embraced attribution in one way or another. And radio was like sort of first to do that. And so now here we are again with sort of this second wave, which is being omni-channel, which is having a pixel and tracking all the way down to the conversions. And it's such a revolution because that's really the data that you need to be competitive and to compare apples to apples across all channels. When you're able to use attribution to normalize all that data, across all the channels, you might be able to, to quickly see that, well, radio puts somebody on my landing page for 28 cents and Facebook puts somebody on my landing page for 48 cents. And you can then see it's not anecdotal. It's not, well, we're not sure how they converted down the line. Using the pixel then allows you to find out, did that person actually fill out the form? And then a day later, a month later, six months later, if that person buys the the Ford pickup or comes back and signs the big software agreement, you can feed that data back to LeadsRx and back into your attribution modeling and say, we have this solid data, end-to-end -end tracking that says that person actually listened to the radio ad, came in through the form, took 20 other steps, came in from SEO later on, two weeks later, read a blog post, downloaded a white paper, made a phone call, and then converted, but radio is involved in that journey. It's not just a, a, a visit 
on a Google Analytics uh, chart. So this is the evolution of radio attribution that's that's coming. People want to trust where they're getting their information from. And so they've they've created relationships. We have personalities that, that are on radio that have been there for ages and some that are newer. But the thing they have in common is they have very loyal listeners, people who tune in every day, people who will go back and listen if it's available, recorded later. There's the element of the voice and the give and take with people calling in and they feel like they want to spend their time with people they can trust, that that what they're saying is believable or reliable, or at least they understand them because they listen to them regularly. I think that we're seeing the, the beginning of this relationship, de not dependence, I don't want to say dependence, but relationship building and intensifying via the radio and and you get some of it on podcasts but you'll find that many of the radio personalities have podcasts as well because they do so well on radio it's a commitment of time it's it's a long-term commitment now sounds like a relationship which which it is so that's one of the things that we're going to look at going forward so that is an opportunity for radio to help clients connect because it's become so much more important. And that is where the transparency helps because you can see who's connecting, what, what creative, what messaging we've put out there is connecting. And we can make more dynamic changes to help reflect what is meaningful to the client and meaningful to their customers. Well, you heard it here first, guys. Thanks so much to Jeff and Anne-Marie from Radioactive Media. Com. You really need to check them out if you are considering or currently advertising on radio, because as you have heard, there might be a lot more to tracking your radio ads than you're currently considering. So go over and check out RadioactiveMedia.com and ask for Jeff or Anne-Marie, and they are going to get you hooked up with a true radio attribution solution for all your radio campaigns. That's it for today. This is the Attribution Marketing Podcast, signing off.